Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing Live. It's Friday the 9th of December. I'm Tony Haggerty, a Haggerty 10 Twitter handle, you know that. And I'm joined today by Sean Martin at Sean Martin DCW Twitter handle. Morning, Sean. You look very cosy in there, Sean. <laughs> yes, back my, back my own house. Heating's working <laughs> like a new man, Tony, like a new man. Ah, you, you look at indeed that big smile says it all. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Right, first things first. We draw your attention to the ticker tape every day. This is a Merry Christmas and festive deal that we've got going on in the Celtic way. You know what I'm going to say? Subscribe to the Celtic way. You can support top quality journalism covering the club you love. And it's a pound for two months of full access to everything that we write on the, on the website. That's a, the statistics and tactical analysis and data, big interviews, all that kind of stuff. It's all on the website. Check it out. Or you can enjoy... 25% off the yearly price, which takes it down to £26. A bargain. And all you have to do is hit a button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. We've got offers on all the time, Sean. It's value for money, isn't it? Certainly is. Christmas coming up as well. Get a wee present for someday, maybe. Indeed. Make their Christmas, spoil their Christmas. Depends what they like, I suppose. Indeed. But... As I said on the, the TikTok video, you can pull your own Christmas cracker and grab a wee Celtic Way deal. You know it makes sense, guys. Hit the button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. Now, Sean, it never stops. Celtic never sleeps. We keep going, as the manager says. But lots to talk about today. Yep. Celtic are in the Algarve. They will play Rennes tomorrow. But yourself and myself collaborated on the wee feature for the website then we just to sort of have a look at how these training camps uh, affect clubs and can they reap benefits from it and i'm sure you'll put the link up to it any minute now and it's a worthwhile read it's it's very good hey, i'm glad you think so tony <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, tony's right we've put uh, put together an article for the website it's up there today the, the comment it's in the comments just now basically it's on the rationale behind going away to portugal yeah. What is the purpose of going to a warm weather training camp? Why do it now? What are the benefits to Celtic, medical, psychological, tactical, etc.? Are there any risks that come with it? That kind of thing. For this, uh, I took care of the kind of the, the kind of theoretical concepts and stuff. You get the thoughts of a player turned coach manager yep. that has gone away for these types of camps in both capacities. And I, it's quite an interesting read if we do say so ourselves. And it goes beyond. It's just good for team spirit or even yep. or they're putting in the hard work for sure, that kind of thing. So I give it a read. Yeah, and speaking of the Ren match, Sean, still none of the wiser. Yep. It has been very quiet on the Celtic front in terms of stuff yep. emanating from Portugal. Celtic play Ren tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning, close doors friendly match, but we still don't know if that's going to be broadcast live at all, do we? No, still not. I mean, there's been something of a media blackout while Celtic have been away, which... Like, I suppose you should really announce if there's going to be one, but if it's, <laughs> if it's like the theory behind it is it's a genuine we are away and nobody's coming into this bubble, that kind of thing, then you can see the logic in it. It would have been nice to have been told that right enough. But, yes, uh, but I, they're playing Ren while they're out there. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Uh, GMT, so 10 a.m. Uh, Glasgow time, Celtic part time, Greenock time, <laughs> East Kilbride time, whatever time you want to put it here. Um which is the same time as it is over there as well, to be honest. It's only for render it changes when they're giving their fans the warning that it's 11am. But 
Um, still not being broadcast, Tony's right, as far as we can see. I checked Stad Ren TV as well, Tony, and it's, yeah, uh, it's, not listed, it's not listed on there, although to be fair, that part of their website hasn't been updated in years. So yeah. for all I know, it could be on that, but it's not. It's certainly not on their website saying that it's going to be on, and Celtic have, have been radio silence on it. Um, I suppose whether it's broadcast or not, you still will find out details about it, Tony. We'll still get details. So in that regard, what, can, what do you want to see from it or what do you want to hear from it uh, in that regard? As many first-team players getting minutes together as possible or is it more about tactical stuff or the fringe players getting action? Or? I think the big takeaway from it is you just hope Callum McGregor gets on the park at some point, don't you? Yeah. That, that's, yeah. I think that's the most, the, the most thing that, a promotion thing on Celtic supporters' minds that he gets on the park and he comes back, comes through unscathed. I mean, there's a lot of other sorts of caveats to it, but it's been so low key that you just think to yourself, well, you know, the result doesn't matter because it's not. You just hope that whoever plays doesn't get injured, isn't it? That's that's more that's more to the point. Aye, that is that is the, that, the same. It's almost treated like an international break at that point. Just come back yeah. for it. But uh, for me, I mean, I I think it's I, I kind of think on it the same as pre-season in a way. Um, you're gearing up for gearing up for competitive action to return, and as such, you'll be wanting to see those kind of idiosyncrasies and those learned behaviours, yeah, yeah, yeah. tactical concepts, and all that play yeah. out as Ange and his staff are trying to impart them. Uh, unlike the Sydney FC game, you'll also presumably want to see them bring a competitive edge to a game. That yeah. is no, that is no way is no way going to be competitive, but. Given his reaction to the Sydney FC game, I think they know now, if they didn't know before, and they should have known before, that any game, regardless of situation, needs yeah. to have that competitive edge from their side. That's not to say the opponents will always bring it, but as long as the Celtic players bring it, Angel will be happy with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think uh, he, he touched on that, didn't he? He was really disappointed yeah. with the way they turned out against Sydney. And I don't think... Uh, I think there will be a competitive edge to their end game, but... I worry about the competitive edge in these matches is that somebody gets hurt. Yeah. You know, so that's uh, but that's by and by. It can happen I suppose that's a games. risk anywhere, isn't it? It's, it's, that's yeah. a risk for training as well as anything yeah. else, but especially if the training is, is high intensity is what, what they say. So. Indeed. But I'm just wondering, uh, you know, how he'll shape up and kind of mm-hmm. if he does have an eye on hitting the ground running when they come back against Aberdeen at Pataudry, yeah. uh, which would be interesting in terms of his team selection. These are all Things that we'll know will play out soon enough. Mm. I direct you, you'll probably put the link up now, but I put my neck on the block yesterday, didn't I, Sean? And I said that somebody will be mean. Yeah, yes. I, I wrote a piece about uh, Georges Jakimakis and I gave the reasons why I think he will stay uh, at Celtic. And it's on the website, Sean's put up the link there. But mm. uh, there, was, there was a rationale behind it, wasn't there, Sean? It wasn't just... I think you yeah. Right. <laughs> it's his birthday today, Tony. So I presume it was a wee bit of birthday wishes to him. Uh, it was, you know, you uh, know my thoughts. Twenty eighth the day, many happy to George or Shakamakis. I suppose here's a here's a Tony Haggerty opinion piece from your, your <laughs> presence. Uh, yes, indeed. So have a read at that, guys, and you'll get my thoughts on it. Uh, and I, as I say, I think you'll, I think all the conclusion I reached really is that I think all parties will get round the table and you'll. He'll sign a better and improved deal, isn't that right, Sean? Uh, aye, I, I think 
I, well, first of all, I the links in the comments, and I think in that piece you make some very good points. And last week when we chatted about it on here, and then we we done our kind of quick uh, panel type newsletter on myself, yours, and, and Aidan's various stances on it. I agree with most of what you say in this longer piece, which goes into it in a wee bit more, uh, wee bit more detail. Uh, that said, I think there is a fair argument that if he wanted to be rewarded for performances after his first season, then his representative should have written it into the contract rather than accept a kind of tacit understanding. Yeah. Um, there, that I think that is a fair argument. Celtic hold the power with this contract not running until twenty twenty six. Although that said, in modern football. Club power only stretches so yes. far sometimes up against player power if someone wants to go or that kind of thing. I think it's fair to say that. Um, but most of all, Tony, what I took from your piece is your belief, basically, your belief that there is a good faith way of dealing with this. Yeah. Um, Yakimakis is happy. Postacoglu's happy with him. So yeah. get a new agreement thrashed out that suits both and yeah. what's the big deal, essentially? That was my takeaway from it, that I don't think that this is... You know, it's been blown up to something that's that it's probably not. Mm. You know, and, and that and you can see how that could affect dressing room, can affect players and individuals, all that kind of stuff. And that the caveat always there is that for any player, every player has their price, and if Celtic get an offer that they find too hard to resist or refuse, then so be it. But my thoughts are that this doesn't need to be uh, the big song and dance about it. I think there's there's an amicable solution for all parties and just reading between the lines and you know what I'm like, I try and connect dots and stuff and, and what people are saying and, and what uh, the manager says and all that. So I, I genuinely think that it'll happen. I think there's a willingness there on all sides just to say, right, come on, let's sort this out. What's yeah. happened here? You know, let's broker this deal and get and continue on. Because as you alluded to many times, that there's a potential treble to be won. You don't need anything, yeah, yep. anything off shooting that or derailing that at any given stage of this season. And I'm not saying Celtic are going to win the treble, but they're certainly in it to win it now, aren't they? They're, they're fighting mm-hmm. on all fronts. So I think, uh, mm-hmm. and I think, as I've said before, uh, outwardly they'll never say that. Inwardly there'll be a belief there that they can do that. And I still think George Jackamakis is a big part of achieving well, that. If anyone's going to say it outwardly, it might be your Josh Jackamakis. So. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes, indeed. Michael Ross coming in saying, Reddit, Tony, great article, and I agree, as I say, the links in the comments, Kevin Ferrer coming in saying he hopes so, so, Tony, uh, Yakimakis is a good one, one one-touch striker. Um, I I mean, a big offer tabled for his services aside, I agree. Uh, I I don't think there's anything that I would disagree with within it. Yeah, and you make the point that uh, you're not not going to bust the bank here. So, be realistic. You know, come on, and I just think there's uh, 28. He might have one big, mo- more big move in him, but you know, there's not many massive moves leaving Celtic, is there, Sean? No, well, as you say, yeah, as you say, didn't some a lot of players do think the grass is greener? It's very mm-hmm. rare that it is actually greener than Parkhead. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't lot, know lot to think about. Yeah. Now, another thing that's sprung to mind uh, and it's come up is the future of Idaguchi at Celtic yeah. Park, Sean. There's various stories uh, doing the rounds that he could be heading for a January exit. And I think it's of the Japanese players that were saying Idaguchi's the one that Celtic players have just not seen the best of him or had a chance mm-hmm. really, have they? He, he got injured in, against Alawa in the Scottish Cup tie and it really set him back, didn't it? So yeah. if he leaves, it's kind of, it's very unfortunate. 
some players come in and are beset by bad luck, and that's what's happened to the Gucci in this situation. Basically, yeah, I think um, there's obviously some chat that there could be a route back to the, the J1 league. Not really surprised, I suppose. Uh, maybe thought this would come about at the end of the season rather than now, but I mean, yeah. he's not in any way forced his way into the squad, much less the team. Uh, that injury at Alloa that you referenced was ill-timed and so was picking up a knock in pre-season, but he has been fit for the majority of his time here, I would say, and, and he's still not got in. With so many ahead of him in the pecking order too, it, it just yeah. seems that Ange Postecoglou's prediction or expectation, whatever word you want to use, that Idiguchi would have a bigger role to play this season, it's, it just seems like it's not going to come to fruition. Um, and if he's just going to be making up the numbers, then I think the club would be in the right to take the chance to let him go if it arises. I think uh, a mutual partner of the ways would seem yep. a, 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 you know, a, a decent solution there, Sean, for, for both Celtic and Idiguchi. Yep. Um, Tony Kaiser coming in saying, by the way, Kaiser, I hope your heating's fixed as well. You were having problems. <laughs> uh, he says I would, he would prefer James McCarthy to go and to give Idiguchi another six months. Where do you stand on that? Because I've seen another comment here, Tony, that I will put up. Um, Patrick McLaughlin saying it would make sense if both were let go. Yeah, well, that, I, you just don't see where they're going to fit in, do you? No. They've been there a while and neither, as you say, have forced their way into the team. Yeah, they've had injuries and stuff, but it, and, and when they've been given opportunity, you've not exactly said, you know what, he's a certain starter for me. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised if both were to leave. I, I'm not uh, driving them out the exit door, but mm-hmm. I just think Celtic, are, Celtic will want to trim their squad, won't they? And get in guys that you know can make a valid contribution and a more telling contribution. And I think if you look at either Gucci and McCarthy, yep, they've been unfortunate, but their contribution hasn't been telling, has it? Mm. You've not looked at them and thought they need to stay. And they do have a plethora of midfielders, so if it makes if it frees up some cash for somebody else to come in to make a greater contribution, then you have to you have to say it's why it would be a wise decision all round, wouldn't it? If you did say, guys, yeah, well, last season, you know, thanks, but it's just not worked out. I think, well, if if it doesn't happen in January, say neither goes, I think you'll be having this same conversation in the summer anyway. Yeah, of course. Definitely. So we'll keep it for an episode in May then, but uh, no, yeah. I think uh, I think I can see both sides. I can see why Kaiser would say, right, give Eddie Gucci maybe an extra wee bit of time because he's been more unlucky with injuries. Ange Postecoglou specifically brought him here thinking he could kind of not reincarnate his career, but do you know what I mean? Like resurrect it in a way um, because he, he tried Europe before and it didn't work out. James McCarthy wasn't an Ange signing by all accounts, although he does seem to be a popular member of the squad. Neither are getting in the, squ- in the squads, really, never mind the team. The team is the, the ultimate, obviously, but even squad appearances are, are becoming few and far between. So I can also see Patrick's point. If they're not going to be there, in the squads, why bother keeping them? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it, I think as I said, if this is going to be a conversation we're having in the summer, if neither or both don't go, and then um, I, I think the, the, the likes of Eddie Gucci, McCarthy, and Oliver Abelgard fall into that category, don't they? Mm. Back to back to your uh, thing about keep save. Leave, isn't it? Keep, keep sell, yep. Um, yeah, uh, you and Alison have done that with in the summer. Yeah, Keep, keep Duck, Duck, just except we just don't I, need to move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, I think we'll be playing a, a round of that in the summer, Sean. Or, or, uh, likely around in January as well. Before, but, uh, yeah. So, if not before. But, 
the the rumour mill is going into overdrive, Sean, and a couple of ex Celtic players are being linked with a return. Of course, <laughs> with a return, people willing it to yeah. happen. One being Victor Wanyama, and he filled yeah. the rumours yesterday with the the Instagram stuff with Alistair Johnson chiming in. That, uh, we would be playing there because he spoke about this isn't paradise. Yeah, indeed. And he said that we would be playing at Paradise next season, which everybody has jumped on that. And also calls for Moussa Dembele to come back, Sean. Yeah. You know, the, yep. the romantics and the Celtic supporters want big Moussa back. They've never fallen out of love with Moussa. I think after what he did when he was a Celtic player, people still have fond memories. Do, do you see any of those happening, Sean? The wishful thinking? Or is uh, it just... uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, I think it's obviously just clickbait stuff with Dembele at the moment. Yeah. Um, but in theory, sign him up, and I suppose is what I would say. <laughs> uh, but no, no, I think it's just clickbait stuff just now. Bringing back Wanyama as well. Might as well get the band back together. I know they never played together, but bringing back yeah. Wanyama as well, if you if you want to read too much into Alistair Johnson's Instagram post, I think it was just a bit of crack, to be honest. I think it was, uh, yeah. I think, again, that's... Something that people are running with rather than rather than anything else, but we'll see. I suppose the Dembele one. Uh, one of my pals actually messaged last night in the group chat saying, "Just theoretically, would would you take him back?" Um, right away, I'm like, ah, "Well, if if the price is decent, because they're obviously talking that it might leave Leon for for around five million, um, which is a Celtic kind of price, uh, and the wages, which might be a wee bit different uh, if the wages were right." He's still a good age. He's still a very good player. He's, I suppose, arguably been mismanaged at Leon. I think he would suit Ansposh de Coglu, but I'm not going to get too carried away with it, Tony, because I do think it's just clickbait stuff at the moment. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I think as well that there've been other stronger links, haven't they? Yeah. Mohamed Magni being one of them, Sean. And yes, Tony. Aye, aye, that's yeah. I think we should bring that up immediately because it was a. It was um, it was yourself, Tony, uh, yes. that kind of progressed this story a wee bit yesterday. Um, Mohamed Magdi, Al Ackley midfielder, we've spoke about him a couple of times in the last week, but it's potentially um, you did you did some digging yourself, Tony, didn't you? On that mm-hmm. one, it spoke to a source close to the player yep. who confirmed to you that while Celtic are interested, another club has entered or should I say re-entered the race for him? Is that right? Yeah, and that club was Sivaspor from Turkey and there's three Turkish clubs showing real interest in signing Magdi so mm-hmm. which is uh, Galatasaray, Besiktas and Sivaspor. Now Sivaspor had a bid knock back in the summer, yep. didn't they? Mm-hmm. So but the, their interest hasn't gone away. They haven't gone away. And as you just or said, rather it's came back. It's <laughs> came back <laughs> yeah, it's kind of re entered the, the race. So Celtic face uh, a battle to land Magdi if that is the case but mm-hmm. I think Celtic's interest is real but I don't think any of the clubs who are interested have made any firm or concrete offers for the player who's valued around what three and a half million four million marks on so they say yep um I think Sivaspor's bid back in the summer was significantly lower than that yeah. so if they're back in and if they're back in the race as you've been told then you would presume that they're aware that there's a yeah. now not only other suitors, more high pro- high profile suitors, uh, potentially in the state of Celtic, but also from their own league in terms of Besiktas, Galatasaray. Um, and then a richer, very much richer suitor, apparently, reportedly, Al Etihad from Saudi Arabia. Yes. Um, as well, then you would imagine if Sivaspor are getting back involved in that, then they know it's going to be a bigger price or a larger price. So 
Um, it's interesting, and I don't think Celtic will want to get into any sort of bidding war um, for a player in midfield because I don't think it's necessarily that that important. You know what I mean? I don't no. think. Um, no. But nonetheless, I think he looks like a good player. Um, I'm still resisting on pulling that trigger for a, a scouting report, Corey. <laughs> uh, it might be about time, but uh, I've still resisted just now. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. And it was um, yeah, credit to yourself for progressing that a wee bit and getting the getting the news from. From the source coast of the player that, that Siva sported re-entered the race as well, so it was another competitor. Now, another name being flung into the frame this morning, Sean Chinesian midfielder. Um, I don't yep. know if I'll get the pronunciation right, but Aisa Laiduni or Laiduni or whatever the way you want to say it. Mm-hmm. it sounds a bit like Scottish, doesn't it? I mean, Laidun. But Laiduni, Laiduni, yeah. Well, I hope he's not lying down if he joins. He's <laughs> centre midfield. Uh, um, yep. Uh, again, Sean, yeah. you know, we deal with them as they come along but as you've always said the kind of policy here is not to go heavy into a uh, taxi driver rumours let's call it that until there's something more concrete but this is a name that's appeared in two national newspapers today mm-hmm. and it remains to be seen whether the link is speculation paper talk or agents maybe just putting names around yeah and um, both both of the outlets that are running it today I think I've taken it from the same source, which is Foot Mercato, um, French transfer market website kind of thing. Um, and he's the latest name to be linked. 25 year old Tunisian international midfielder, played well at the World Cup. Currently at Ferenc Varos, eh, Tony played against Celtic in both games last year right. and was on the bench in 2020. Um, but that report in Foot Mercato mentioned Celtic among other clubs such as Wolfsburg and there would be maybe a couple of English clubs as well um, as potential destinations. That was the sum total of it. There was no, it was yeah. just their understanding. It wasn't like this is definitely happening. The club has said this is happening or the player has said this is happening. This is just their understanding. Um, so I suppose you just you chalk this one up to let's just wait and see what develops. Yep. Whereas with the Mohamed Magdi thing, thanks to yourself, there is a there is another angle with that now, which is another another club have entered that race, and and uh, it would that wee bit harder for Celtic if they do want to get him. Stuart Ross is on the starting blocks, though, isn't he? He will be. Yep, yep, yes. he will be. Yeah. If you're watching Stuart. <laughs> you know, expect an email in the next couple of days. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> you know the drill. But you know, and that's the thing, isn't it? The manager all said as well that. All sorts of names get flung at him, don't they, Sean, during yeah. the window. And, you know, it's yet yeah, some are speculation, some some are flyers, as they say in the business, isn't, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just, yeah. Quite hard sometimes to separate out, but at least Mohamed Magdi aside there, because you, you literally did go and, and, and do it yourself. But um, for the, the most part, when it's a transfer link, well, kind of like you wait. I'd rather wait an extra day, put it that way, and see if it gets further yeah. up rather than knocked down. Before I say right, let's get an in-depth scouting report because it's a lot of Stuart puts a lot of time into it. If it's him that yeah, does yeah. it, if it's me that does it, if it's James Daly that does it, it's a lot of time it goes into it. So we'd rather make sure rather than just go right. Well, that's a name that's been thrown on our website. We'll, we'll just pick, we'll just pick him that kind of thing. So, um, aye. So we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Yes. Anything else interesting, you Sean, about the leather belts? Uh, I think we've pretty much covered it. Did, did, did we dare go for a score prediction, Tony, when we don't know, when we don't know what's happening tomorrow? Uh, dare we do it? We don't know the team, we don't know the plans, we don't know if it's on TV, we don't know if we don't, we don't even know if it's definitely happening because Celtic haven't said it, it's just Ren that have said it's happening. Uh, dare we do it anyway? 
we can we can put your neck on the line if you want to. It seems to be de rigueur the past couple right, of days. Are we so. friendly? Are we friendly? Kevin Ferrier right away, 2-2. Two, two. He's got no qualms whatsoever about throwing in a score no. prediction. So, uh, Michael Duffin, 4-1. I reckon we just go for it, Tony. And I want go you to go first, because no matter what I say, you'll go one goal higher, won't you? So. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll go one goal lower than Michael Duffin and say 3-1 Celtic. 3-1. Right, I'll go. Renner a good team. Lest we forget, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're warming up for their Liga Un campaign to start again. So I'll go two two. I'll go two two. I'll go, go same as Kevin. Same as Kevin. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. No, I I think Angel will be telling them Sydney Wanderers was new acceptable. So nah, mm. never again, guys. Yeah, Sydney FC. Sydney, Sydney FC. FC I know. I, I, agree I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, he'll be he'll be like, nope, come off that park, having Given everything, even if it's a friendly for however many minutes you you're on the park, and you know, I I think uh, you just need to look at the weather in this neck of the woods, Sean, and sensible, I think, for Celtic to go away get a bit of sun on their backs. And yes, well, to, I said in that piece, yeah. although it is it's warmer, not that it's raining in the Algarve, but yeah, you'd still <laughs> rather you'd still rather like rain in the Algarve than blizzards at Lennox Town, wouldn't you? So yeah, and and minus temperatures. Back home. <laughs> no, but uh, still 18 we, degrees over there. Let, let's not forget. So yeah, but I spoke to the, the former player and manager who said that players' demeanour changes when you tell them they're going away to yep. sunnier climes. You know, and I, I, I guess that and the, the valuable commodity that he, that the manager has had with them this week is time. All yeah. managers love time with a player, so I I think Celtic will have worked really hard, knowing the way Ange Postecoglou. Thinks he that he, he loves having the players together and he, he never hides from the fact that he works them hard. But that's why they're well drilled and that's why they, they play the way they do and can play the way they do because it's it's repetitive on the training ground to the point where practice makes perfect. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's got to be the aim. Um, Kaiser coming in saying it will be competitive to blow the down-under performances away 4-1 to the hoops. William <laughs> Lamont had put it up a minute ago, said 3-2. Um Kevin Ferrier simply says, we're right, Sean. So 2-2 it must going to be. <laughs> well, there you go. There's another one here. Edward DeVos says 2-1 in a brawl, which I think is potentially a wee nod to the, the Hearts game the other day. Which um, was, that, that ended in, what do you call it, fisticuffs, but it wasn't far off it. Which was bizarre, wasn't it? A bizarre yep. bit of footage. And yeah, you don't like seeing that, do you? But there's competitive and then there's, there's that, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, well, there you go. It'll, it'll come out in the wash 10 o'clock tomorrow. Still up in the air as to whether there'll be coverage, Sean. Yeah. And whether, whether we'll be working or not. So. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Hopefully it's confirmed at some point today, not 9 a.m. tomorrow, but um, uh, we'll see. We, we, we would like to think so. <laughs> but listen, if it's, uh, if it's on, we'll be covering it, Sean. We'll have a look at it and do our usual in-depth stuff on it, man by man, yep. and uh, well, player ratings and you know, colour pieces, you name it, we'll have our opinion pieces on it and do our stuff on on the site, but uh, we're still still waiting confirmation on that, and it has been, it's been fairly low-key, Sean, the trip to Algarve, and I think maybe that's the, the way the manager has wanted it, but considering I think so. Government, right. government I think it. Sydney. I think it must be del- it must be deliberate. Yep, um, which is fine. As I say, it's if if that's the kind of theory is, listen, this is a trip where there will be no uh, distractions, there will be no media commitments, there will be no even 
assuming the club isn't over there filming their own kind of stuff as well, because that's not been getting put out either, then there'll be no media commitments at all. There'll be nothing apart from concentrating on us, we're training, our tactics, what we're trying to do to get ready to go and win this treble when we go back. Um, I don't see a problem with that. It would have been nice, as I say, to be told that was going to be the attitude from the get-go, uh, to acknowledge it a bit more. But regardless, if that is what they're going for, I, I don't have no problem with that. I think it's fair. Business as usual, I think the manager has been saying. Yep. Minus Juranovic uh, in the in the World Cup stars, which is and yeah, Alistair Johnston if he's still in he's still in Lake Como, I think. But yes, indeed. But he'll be joining the fray soon. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, as you say, uh, if that's the way the manager wanted it, then who are you and I to argue with that, Sean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Oh. Yes, indeed. No worries. Well, we shall end it there, guys. Just short of half an hour. Hope you have a fabulous Friday and a great weekend hopefully we do get to see what happens against Ren in the friendly but failing that we'll, we'll get the information Sean it always we always have ways and means of finding yeah, out at the very least at the very least the uh, the score and hopefully the scorers will be on the, the news section of the website at the very least but hopefully uh, hopefully it's more than that and guys uh, a couple of you have uh, mentioned uh, and said that you enjoyed the Martin O'Neill uh, Yep, Kevin Cannon. Yep. Uh, yeah, so thanks for that. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you've not watched it, guys, check it out. It's on the on the podcast, the uh, Celtic Way podcast. Sit down with Martin O'Neill. Yep. There's a link it's, in the description as well, just to yeah, take it to it as well. So. Terrific viewing. But yeah, thanks for that. Really appreciate it. Uh, as I've said before, myself and Sean really enjoyed it. So yeah, yep. and it's glad to see that lots of other people are enjoying it as well because he was in sparkling form. Excellent stuff. Well, as I say, have a fabulous Friday. We'll do it all again come Monday. But yep. running along the bottom, subscribe to the Celtic Way to support top quality journalism, covering the club you love. Guys, Merry Christmas, December offer. It's a pound for two months of full access. Access to everything that's written on the website. Something there for everybody. I guarantee it. And or else you can enjoy 25% off the yearly price, which takes that down to 26 quid. Absolute bargain. And all for just hitting a button www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe that's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe Sean, just the two of us today yep. Aidan was elsewhere but Aidan's back shift so he's, uh, as far as I understand it he is helping his grand put up his Christmas decorations because what a boy he is Aidan isn't ah, he? he's the salt of the earth diamond yeah. geezer indeed well, we shall reconvene on Monday we'll see the fallout from the end game hopefully Yep. Celtic win and set themselves up nicely for a return to domestic action, which can't come quick enough for most people, Sean. Yes, 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 yes. Looking forward to Petodre um, next week as well. So Nice one. Well, as I say, have a good weekend. Hope the heating stays on, Sean. Hope it doesn't go. Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed indeed. Next one. And thanks for your contribution. Always enjoy it. First class. Thanks yeah. for the comments. Take care, guys. See you soon. Cheers, Tony. Cheers, guys. <laughs>